tuned into the ETVU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to another edition of Lunch with Ledyard. I'm Adam P. Ledyard here, Assistant Athletic Director for East Texas Baptist University. And today we'll be talking to Jay Levi, a women's basketball player here at ETBU in her first year at ETBU as a Tiger on the women's basketball team. So welcome, Jay. Hi. Glad you could uh, join us and and uh, tell us a little about who you are and things like that. So we know you're from uh, Louisiana. Uh, tell us where you're from in Louisiana, a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm from really like down south in Louisiana, so I'm from like Carthage, Louisiana, so we're surrounded by nothing but water. Uh, a little bit about myself. I am very funny, energetic, outgoing sometimes. Uh, I like to stay to myself sometimes, but for the most part, I really like to be around people. Well, that's good to know because... Uh, we like having you around from what we've seen at ETBU, and you always make us laugh. So that's that's a good thing. So uh, <laughs> a little bit about uh, Louisiana. So where you're from is is it? Uh, you said you're surrounded by water. So are you a a, a a seafood person? Oh yes. Right now, the big thing right now that's going on. I'm sure you'll know it's crawfish season. Oh so. yeah. We'll talk a little more about that when we get to uh, the lunch with Ledger section. But anybody <laughs> I talk to from Louisiana, I got to I got to check on to see, you know, what their what their taste is when we get to that. So keep that in your back pocket because we'll talk a little about crawfish and Louisiana eating and all that when we get to it. So, yeah, uh, you know, you're you're in your senior year ETBU transferred over here from Mississippi College uh, to play your senior year. Um, when was you know, when did you start? to think about basketball in your life. You know, you're, you're late in your life here and uh, final year of collegiate basketball. When did basketball start to come into your life? Oh, uh, well, really, like, growing up, like, my parents, like, they could tell, like, I was very, like, energetic and just, like, spazzy. And so, like, I had so much energy and I was very athletic. So I decided that, you know, we were going to put her in so you know she could probably like calm down so <laughs> whatever I was about five or four I started playing rec basketball with one of my best friends that I grew up with and I love being around her name was Alexis Morsby and her dad was our coach and all throughout the years of like growing up he's always like been that person to be there for us during basketball and everything oh wow so that really in basketball like started playing a part in my life so when you're about five years old is when you really start jumping into basketball. Yes, sir. Man, so you've been playing for a long time then. Yes, sir. And more for uh, the love of the game, you would say? Yes, sir. So with that said, and you being happy with basketball and starting at the, the age of five, how, is, how has basketball then been influential in your life? Well, in my life, basketball has been influential because, like, you know, we go through a lot of – Things in life, you know, always have an outlet to go and play basketball. And that's always been something there for me. And in high school, I really made the decision that I was going to go play college ba- college softball instead of basketball. Then wow. whenever I got like really deep into basketball and like I just felt like it was just something that I really needed to do. And I wanted to play on the next level. That's when I 
made the decision at the last minute to commit my first year and play at Magnique State University, which is in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Wow. So you went and, and played Division One for a year at, at McNeese. Tell us a little about, you know, your transition to that and then um, a little bit of your, your uh, basketball story with that, how, how it was influential with the college stops that you had. So my first year at Magnese, it was fun. I was a freshman. I really didn't expect much time on the court, but I ended up starting a lot of the games that we played my freshman year. It had a really big impact on me. You know, freshman year is not really easy, so I, like, really took a toll on me with things that were just going on. So, you know, I decided, like, you know, I was going to take a little break. And then my parents kept pushing me every day, and they was like, you know, this isn't the end. Don't give up. So that's when I decided to commit to JUCO, which I played at for a year and graduated from in Oklahoma, which I attended Western Oklahoma State College. That's when I grew tremendously as a person and I grew a lot in my basketball game. And that's when I had coaches from ETBU, Coach Rainbow and Coach Arbogast. They were still contacting me and still wanting me to come to school. But then after our first playoff game, I got a phone call from Mr. Greg Long, that is now the head coach at Mississippi College, that he wanted me there and he was going to give me a full ride. So there I went to Mississippi College and my first year there with Mr. Greg, it was it was the COVID year. You know, it was it was a long year, but yeah, I grew and I actually got closer to one of the players that I played with that I played against at Magnese. But I also played against Mr. Greg at Magnese, too, because he was the assistant, assistant coach for Central Arkansas. Oh, wow. So that grew very well. Then my second year at Mississippi College, we went further than expected. We had so much team chemistry, so many bonds that I made with all the different girls on my teams. It was just it was just a good time. But, you know, things didn't work out. And so, you know, I had it on my heart to come to ETBU. And, you know, Coach Blake was just there accepting me open with open arms tell me come on well that's that's a great story we're glad you came over uh to the to the texas side and uh played some basketball here uh so being from louisiana we know we know that you like crawfish but um you know what what's some things that people at etbu may not know about you from back home that that's a little bit louisianan with you uh well back at home <laughs> people really don't know this uh well we have family and they have like horses and everything so like one summer i lived with my uncle for a summer and i worked cows and i got up every morning to work cows and i went roping <laughs> so i know how to rope and everything and that's something that i really don't tell people about but that's yeah. awesome that that's that's a especially to have especially being out in the country like that you know and once you, I think once you know how to live in the country and work in the country, you can do about anything because you have to get down and dirty and troubleshoot and do all the things that people don't want to do when you live in the country. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's really cool. People don't want to do that. <laughs> and, and, and you learn how to troubleshoot and you learn how to problem solve because sometimes you're out there and you just have to make something happen because something happened and there's nobody else around to do it and you have to do it. So, yes. wow. You learn something new every day. So that, that's really cool. So February is uh black history month. 
And uh, what does Black History you know, Month really mean to you? Uh, to me, Black History Month really means like, you know, our ancestors, African-Americans, we've been through a lot. So this is really like this month is like a celebration, like for us, you know, recognizing like all the troubles that we went through to get to this point for us to be free and for us to have the equal amount of rights that everybody else has. So then with with that, you know, Rosa Parks had a major impact on black history and, and her birthday was actually uh, just this past week on February 4th. When you when you look at Rosa Parks and and the other black people that have helped change history, you know, who is someone that you feel has really been influential in, in, in the change? Uh, I feel like somebody that has been influential in that change. I feel like a big person is probably Martin Luther King. That's the person that we really like praise a lot because after like going, I know we took a trip to Tennessee and we stopped off in Birmingham to visit the Civil Rights Museum. So after going and looking at all those stuff and just understanding a lot of stuff that went on at that time, like I realized like he really like put his life on the line and took a stand for us to just have the equal amount of rights as everybody has and that we were no different from any other person. Yeah, and that's uh, you know when I talked to uh, RJ last week, you know he said he said the same thing about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and just the impact that he had on it. So that I mean, just the different things that he went through and what he did and the impact that he had on it, everybody made a huge change. So uh, it is now time for lunch with Ledyard, and we can talk a little more about Louisiana eating and ETBU eating. So uh, with that. You know, what is some of your favorite lunch food at ETBU? Uh, my favorite lunch food at ETBU has to be, I think it's Catfish Fridays. Oh, nice. I've had some of those. Yes. It gives me like a little sense of hope, you know, and that there's, you know, still, you can add a little, put a little bit of Louisiana in it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like fish. They, they 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 do know how to cook in East Texas too. Not always as good as as Louisiana, but they still do some good catfish, good barbecue, uh, yeah. all of that. There's there's some good food in in East Texas. So uh, with that, um, you know, coming from Louisiana, we talk a little about crawfish. What's some of your favorite food from back at home, or something that that you make that uh, you enjoy when you go back home? Uh, back at home, something that I really enjoy is my my grandma cooks rice and gravy, and like that's a really big thing that I love. I love rice and gravy. I would eat that. Like mm. if I could eat that any day, I would. Now, I would. now, where's crawfish on that list? Crawfish. Mm, so that'd be rice and gravy number one. Then crawfish, crawfish pie, like in the. Four or five range. Four or five. <laughs> so what's like what's number two and three coming from Louisiana then? Number number two and three, gumbo, seafood gumbo. And number three, what have to be my grandma makes this really good seven up cake. That's so good. Nice, man. I always like talking Louisiana food. In my my this is my eleventh year and every time I meet somebody from Louisiana, they always have great stories about food back at home. What they're yeah you know, mama's made or their grandmother or their uncle or their aunt. It's just, they, they, they always have great recipes and great traditions. And 
I grew up in the Midwest. We did not have that at all. <laughs> it was uh, our barbecue was a pig, and it was throwing some barbecue sauce on it and mix it together. You know, uh, some some pork pork beef and uh, well pork and barbecue together, and that was our barbecue. So when when I came to the South, I really saw what cooking and eating was. And when I had my first uh, Louisiana experience eating uh, some boudin, my first year oh, here. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Yes. And so then my my eyes were opened up a little bit more to uh, Louisiana, and so it's been fun. Uh, Irby Thompson uh, had something for me. He was from uh, Louisiana. His mom brought something to me back in 2015 when we talked to him, and it, it, it's just I can't pronounce the name of it. I don't remember what it's called. There's it something different that his family made, but it was really good. <laughs> so yeah, it's always fun talking. Yeah, it might have been that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really it was a homemade thing that she had, a homemade recipe. And it was she she gave me a big old bowl after we talked about it with him on a show. And the next home game, they came over to me like, here you go. I was like, Oh yeah. So I might I, have to surprise for you this home game for senior night. Oh yes, that yeah. I, I like that. It's, and I'm the only one in my family that really likes uh, spicy food and different food. So I enjoy it because nobody else does. So I, I'll, uh, you don't have to share. That's my thing that I can enjoy then. So uh, we've talked a little bit about how you, you came to ETBU as they recruited you. Uh, but talk a little bit about this year and, and what it has uh, meant to you, the transition to ETBU. And, and the camaraderie that the team has built to this point in the season and, and welcoming you in and, and just building that team atmosphere where you're at right now. So coming in from ETBU, coming in from Mississippi College to ETBU, you know, it's a little rough, you know. I kind of had to get back in the groove and everything, but they were all here with open and loving arms, you know, and did take a minute for me to get adapted and get used to everybody and start opening up. But the more, as more as the season went on, like we started opening up, like everybody's been enjoying everybody for the most part. We've all been talking, you know, as you can tell, the chemistry good on the court, you know, we've been upsetting some pretty good nationally ranked teams, you know, and that just plays off of how our coaches keep us together and how everyone, you know, we all want the best for each other. So that just plays a part into everything. What's some of the the things that keep you guys together? Is it, you know, going through Bible studies? Is it traveling? Is it uh, fellowshipping on the road? What's what's made this team so special this year? I feel like what's made us so special this year is like, you know, we had like Bible studies and all that and like traveling. Like we've stayed on the road for one week and we trooped it out with each other. Yeah. You know, we not only just are together on the court, but outside of the court, you know, those bonds grow outside of the court too. So that's what I would say that keeps that chemistry going. Yeah. You guys had almost uh, a division one, like week where you played three games in one week and traveled, you know, from Belton to Brownwood to Alpine and uh, played some tough competition. And so uh, by the end of that trip, uh, you're tired and exhausted, but I'm, Probably during that time, you guys grew closer together, being together all that time, but probably ready for some home-cooked food after that week. Oh, yes, most definitely. (laughs) 
So uh, we talked a little bit about the the competition. ETBU's played in some big games this year. Uh, they've won three games against nationally ranked opponents. Uh, talk about the competition of play and the level and what it means to you, you know, at this level uh, competing for a championship because you guys are right there, uh, second place in the ASC, uh, competing for a championship and, and going to the postseason for the NCAAs. Talk a little bit about that and, and what that that means to you uh, coming over, you know, coming down from Division Two to Division Three and just blossoming here. Well, you know, like being able to play at these different divisions and like different levels, you know, I would say like I feel like this is the most competitive one because on any given night, you can have anybody that can be the top scorer. I can have anybody that can just come out here and just blow a team out, you know, so at any given night, like it's not promised. You have to work for it each and every day. So I feel like this division here, like you really got to stay on your toes because there are some really good players in this division that people really, you know, they don't really too much highlight on. But I feel like at the end of the day, those players, they stand out. I can tell. Yeah, and, and with the conference, they're they're starting to get the respect that they deserve with three teams that uh, will be regionally ranked. But uh, last year, three of them nationally ranked. This year, all of us have been nationally ranked at one point or receiving votes and just showing, you know, the competition that's within this conference and then if you look at our team uh, with with you guys, there's not really a star on the team. On, on Like some of the teams we play, you know, they have maybe two players that, you know, are going to be the go-to players. On our team, on any given night, somebody could go off. Yes. And that's the thing, like we do – we pride we pride in our defense defensive defense wins games so you know we do five in five out you know anybody like any given night like you said anybody can go off but here lately it's just not just been anybody that's just been going off we've been having like three players or more than that or we have people that score you know well there was one that i've never seen in my career three double doubles in one game uh, yes. against Mary Harden Baylor. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, that that's that's a unique thing that has never happened at, in women's basketball at ETVU. It just goes to show, you know, the the team and and, and how they work together well. Yes. So at ETVU, we believe a lot in uh, servant leadership, uh, working within the community. Um, Tell us a little bit about, you know, the community service uh, and what you've done and learned about serving others here at ETBU in your short time. So community service, this is not the first time that I've done community service. I've did it at the other colleges that I've been at. But being here, like at ETBU, like the community service, I really enjoyed it. And I knew that, like, this was for a good purpose and, like, we were giving back. And, you know, I was able to be with my team, build bonds and grow. So this really helps really helps you like in life and like lets you know like it's you can give back and like you just don't have to just oh well I'm only doing this because I have to but no you can do it just because you want to do it yeah and it, and it's fun to watch these stories as student athletes do the community service and and work with you know uh, in nursing homes or just just picking up trash along the road and just the the team time that they have together doing that and and the impact they have on those people that they don't understand that they really have. So it's been fun hearing those stories about uh, the different things that each student athlete has done. So you're, you're in your senior year. Tell us uh, a little bit more about, you know, what are you majoring in? What do you want to do after you graduate? Where you want to go a little bit about 
what you feel like God's leading you to do in life. So this is my last year. It's my grand old senior year. So I plan on going back home. And my dad is a narcotics detective at the Calcasieu Peters Sheriff's Department. So I planned on going back home and possibly trying to be a homicide detective and work in homicide. Uh, here at ETBU, like the preparation to be able to go into that career has helped me a lot. You know, my professors and my advisor, they're really like, I'm really thankful to have them because they've looked out for me so much and have pushed me to be such a hard worker and to make sure that I have everything together to be able to pursue that career. Wow, that's pretty cool. So uh, so we need to be careful around you because you be able to find <laughs> stuff on us and, and you just, you, you know how to be that detective and, and kind of, look around and, and see those things. You can go to a place and, and check it out and be like, know your surroundings. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that, that sounds like a really cool career, too, because, I mean, all that I've ever seen is just really the television shows and the movies, so I don't really know what goes on, but uh, with, you know, you, you living with it back at home and being in your family, it's got to be something that's pretty neat to see and then being able to I have a chance to to work alongside that and and learn more about it. Yes, sir. So we're at the point now where uh, we get to do a little bit of a uh, game that I like to call uh, this and that, where I will uh, either ask you a question or uh, the first thing that comes to your mind, you get to tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, start them off easy. You know, do you call them slides or sandals? Slides. Uh, Valor blue jersey or white jerseys? Valor blue jerseys. Uh, Nike or uh, Reebok shoes? Nike. Um, basketball wise, you like shooting, playing with the the women's size ball, or will you jump up and play with the men's size ball if they they say, "Hey, come play with us." The women's size ball. <laughs> uh, Whataburger or In N Out? Um, Whataburger. Can't pass that up. <laughs> um, let's see, what's another one here? Um, oh, mountains or oceans? Oceans. Definitely oceans. Uh, fishing, since you're from Louisiana, fishing or deep sea fishing? Fishing. I don't want to go too deep down there. <laughs> uh, is it um, is is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. No. <laughs> uh, the question they had in our office today was: Would you rather ride a moose or get a big a hug from a polar bear? I'd rather ride a moose because, you know, they got the big antlers and everything, so you can hold them and everything. Now, the polar bear, that hug can turn all different kinds of ways because in all actuality, the polar bear would really want to eat you instead of give you a hug. Well, so. they, they said they're nice, nice animals, so they're not going to hurt you. So, if... Um, I don't believe that. Because, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh Shooting a three or a driving layup? A driving layup. 
Saints or Cowboys? Saints. I'm from Louisiana. Come on. Favorite NBA team? I would have to say the Warriors because I'm in love with Stephen Curry. So. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, Tiff- our teammate Tiffany's from Cali, so she would she would love that. <laughs> um, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Oh, mm, not to say Michael Jordan. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. I like MJ too. Um, let's see. Oh, waffle fries from Chick-fil-A or fries from Whataburger? Waffle fries from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, those are pretty good too, but I, I gotta go. I like I like the hot crispy fries from Whataburger. It's just it's one of those things. So but uh let's see here. Favorite WNBA team. Favorite WNBA. I'm not going to lie to you. I do not watch the WNBA. I don't know if that sounds bad. But I do not watch them. You, you kind of hinted at this, but favorite NBA player? Stephen Curry. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been a little bit of this and that where we get to know you a little bit better. And before we, we end the podcast, we like to do some shout outs. Do you have any shout outs that you like to send out to anybody? Yeah, shout out to my mom and dad, and shout out to my teammate Kennedy, Kennedy Y. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we like Kennedy too. Yes. <laughs> Just that's it. No more. No more. That's about right. it. That's all right. Some people have a lengthy list. Oh, of wait, I gotta tell Coach A. Oh yeah, shout out to Coach A. But I just want you to know that. I'm still going to get a bucket on you, even though you shot that through in my face at practice one time. <laughs> so we got to make sure they, that he listens to this, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's cool, Kennedy. Yeah, I knew Kennedy when she first came two years ago and, and the COVID season and got to travel to Sol Ross and get to know her a little more and travel with him that season. So, yeah, we I love seeing Kennedy and her passion for the game. So you got a good friend there in Kennedy. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening today. This has been Lunch with Ledyard as we've talked to Jay Levi on the women's basketball team, getting to know her some. So thanks for joining us today, Jay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So check back next week, and we'll have another student athlete here talking Black History Month and also getting to know them a little bit more and their story with ETBU. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. You're tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.